Hello? Hello? Oh, hey. Uh, yep. This is still, yep, I still do this. This is still my show. This is Mad About It. I am your host. Uh, me. With the me. Um, I'm thinking about it and it's like, you know, am I still Becky? I've been saying this for the last, like, four or five episodes, you know what I mean? Like, at some point, you just gotta fucking put your foot down and just come up with a different name for yourself, you know what I mean? But I got, I got, I got no real good ideas at the moment. To be honest, I have been, as you could tell, I've had a bit of a hiatus. I, almost every time I complain, I say, oh, we got another hiatus, you know, you know. <sighs> this time, to be honest, it's been the opposite of all the previous hiatuses. Uh, I have had so many good things happen to me that I kind of just like had some space and I looked back and I was like looking at the thing that I made and it was like, you know what? This was a good thing that I did. This was a good thing that I made. But I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do with it at this point. I, you know, do I start from scratch? Do I go make like I'm mad about it too? Like I'm mad about it the sequel, not as mad? Or, uh, you know, or or do I just go in a completely different direction? Do I make some sort of like uh, entirely new angle? Because to be honest with you folks, I'm feeling less queer than ever <laughs> and i don't know if it's just me or what it seems like it seems like to me that <laughs> like the mainstream everything has become nothing but queer bait maybe it's just that everything's you know like being generated for me but there's quite literally like did you want like if you watch anything on any major streaming platform of any kind like it doesn't matter if it's hulu netflix it doesn't matter what the fuck it is youtube tv fucking any of it there is some sort of gay plot and everything like, I don't really feel the need to, like, curate lists of queer TV for y'all. I also don't feel the need to list, yeah, uh, queer music and, and media. You have fucking tons of that shit, I guess. Uh, uh, to, to, to be honest, though, you know, it used to be hard to find queer things. I know this is hard to hard to believe. It used to be hard to do these things. And, <laughs> and I think... Uh, it still is, you know, like it's still it's still difficult to find to find stuff, but there is a bit of an oversaturation of just kind of like mainstream queer, like palatable queer, like queer that you can take to grandma. And I don't, you know, the straight up the truth is I've never been the sort of queer that you can take to grandma. And I don't know if that's because um I don't know. I, I, I've just been kind of, you know, and, and, and at the same time, I am kind of like the ideal queer to take to grandma because grandma and I, we, we have similar hobbies. You know what I mean? We like to complain about things we can't understand, but my, I'm getting off topic. It's really important here. Queer internet has gone completely insane. There was this like, I don't know, you, you, you guys are, you know, like you were, you were here, you, you, y'all, y'all saw it, you saw it, you saw all the stuff, you saw all the stuff with the, with the, with the lady in the book, with the, with the, uh, 
Jace Ross and the shit and all the stupid shit that happened with the with the stupid lady and the I read that book. It was a good book. I, I don't understand what the people's problem is. Here's the deal, folks. Like um People are like it's a yes no world, you know what I mean? Um I don't know where I fit in that. I'm not a very yes no person. I like to just kind of like, you know, acknowledge that there are, you know, there are there are more than one truth. Often two two things can be true. That is you know, at least two has been my case. You know, I, that, I don't understand why why everybody wants to to, to I guess it's, it's more it's it's more clickbaity, you know what I mean? You can share it faster, you can ship it off to your friends, you can be like, "Oh yeah, you know, like this is my belief here. It is in a box." It's uh, nice and tight, nice and sturdy. Um, and I guess, honestly, what I'm really talking about is like basically all the other queer content creators. Um, they all have, they they all have their like fan bases, and uh, everybody's got their like their stuff. And and I seem to have this like tight knit group of weirdos that mostly just likes to like talk on WordPress. The WordPress folk, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? There, so I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Like, do I go straight WordPressing? Like, do I just, do I just focus on, do I just long haul it and keep my head down? You know what I mean? There's like, there's long game here that I've been playing the whole time, and sometimes I'm, I, I get antsy. You know what I mean? But the truth is, is that I have not been antsy. The truth is, I've been depressed about the state of the queer internet. I think it's really fucking sad, and I think it's boring. And and to be honest, I don't know if it's just because I just watched that the stupid fucking. I watched a bunch of horror movies. I watched a bunch of weird shit. The Squid Games is weird. All this stuff is all this stuff is weird. I've been watching a lot of horror movies, so I probably probably just am depressed. But I'm just gonna say. I think everybody's fucked. I think everybody's shit's crazy. I think that there's basically, there's two people that people seem to respect as, uh, like, queer content authorities, and it's, like, ContraPoints and Philosophy Tube. <laughs> and, like, the irony is not lost to me that there are some obvious truths about those two individuals. If you, if you just take Philosophy Tube and ContraPoints side by side and just kind of compared them, you know, <laughs> like, uh, uh, <laughs> You know, like, uh, one of these was born in America and one of them was not, like, you know, one's a UK splooge and the other one's a, a USA splooge. I don't, I don't see the big difference, you know what I mean? It's fantastic content from both people, but I, here's the deal. Contraboys, you know, like a month ago, she talked about envy. I straight up... It just kind of gets, it's kind of, it's all kind of, <laughs> it's all kind of, like, they paint you in a corner where no matter what, they are right. And that's what a, a good logical argument is, what a good chess player does. Um, these two trans women are fantastic chess players, you know what I mean, so to speak, with their YouTube channels. I, I, I don't, I don't, I have not played chess with either of them. I would like to, that sounds hot 
and fun. Both fun and hot. Um, but I'm just gonna put it out there, like, I, I don't I don't anticipate a chess invite from either of these people. Um, am I entitled to a chess invite from either of these people? I guess not. But to be honest, like, ContraPoints and I, we basically might have eaten lunch together at some point. Like, we went to the same school around the same time. I don't want to be like, we were maybe in the same gender studies classes, but we probably were. <laughs> like, like uh, I have a feeling that ContraPoints and I, Natalie Wynn, I have a feeling that Natalie Wynn and I could really have a really nice chat, but the, the point is besides, the world is not interested in that dialect. The world is not interested in, in uh, my perspective, and I, I'm not trying to sound like a bitter, like, woe is me person. I'm just, like, acknowledging statistically what I see all around us. Um, basically, if you want to get in sort of what is vogue, what's considered vogue now, what's considered trans now, you either have to be a trans woman or you have to be a uh, assigned female birth non-binary person in order to like get any sort of acknowledgement. And I'm just going to put it out there until this rule seems to be uh you know not taken too liberally it really seems like <laughs> there is a rule against fat representation for non-binary identities it seems like uh nobody is allowed to be non-binary and fat without being like well of course like i think that's very strange and what it comes down to is this sort of like fat phobic image obsessed narcissist prism of this world that is obsessed with likable shareable uh surface level things a surface level understanding of, of the queer universe and i guess that's that honestly you know to, to circle back what it says to what it's for the episode it's just kind of annoying because i i <laughs> i am really irritated by the oversaturation of just like surface level queer media nonsense. I know that it's like better than, I don't, is it though? I think it's worse. I, I, I kind of like, I don't even, I don't understand. I don't really think it does anybody any favors to just make straight looking like cis looking, uh, actors who are you know i guess i guess it's like completely against the rules in every single way and shape and form to say that anybody looks straight or let anybody looks cis or anybody looks anything because you're not allowed you're both not allowed to attack anybody's appearance but also <laughs> your entire life and everything that you're doing is communicated with your appearance everything about your <laughs> your gender and everything is your appearance that's what these fucking people do that's what these fucking people live like there are there are i'm sick of pretending like the queer community is not just some sort of like made up instagram thing that is entirely just an image 
because queer people in real life are just living. They don't look any certain way, they don't act any certain way. Some of them do. And I tell you, they usually if you're if you're really acting aggressively a certain way, you're usually you know, that's a gender this is this is gender this is gender nonconformance right there. So I, I, I find it hilarious that 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 nothing in real life is seeming to get better. Like nothing, nothing IRL seems to get better. But um, according to the internet, there are more allies and more woke people doing awesome shit than ever. I, I as evidenced by what? I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know. I just, if you're not saying exactly what everybody wants you to say, then they don't want you to talk. And if you're not. <laughs> If you're not a rich white twink with a philosophy degree, then nobody cares about what you have to say. So, like, I care about what I have to say, and I understand that my ambiguous pain and large dose of LSD that I'm feeling right now are, you know largely useless like they're they don't really contribute to anything long term but i will say that at some point i'm gonna get my shit together that's a that's a, it's just kind of a promise to to anybody that still listens to this fucking nonsense and a shout out to my diehard wordpressers that i don't know why you guys are still here to be honest what the fuck man i think that there are some people understand what I'm talking about. There are some people who understand the lack of authenticity of the queer representation. And I guess I am fortunate. I am envious. I am envious of ContraPoints. I am envious of uh, Philosophy Tube. I am envious of all these. I'm envious of all sorts of different things. But I think what I, what I am a bit more than a, more than a bit outraged by is the world's utter lack of interest in an assigned female at birth perspective. Like, I don't... Oh. <laughs> I just... I've been having a lot of crises. I have... I have sort of... Because the truth is, is that... Trans women... They give up their masculine privileges to be women... But some of them can go back and forth. Some of them have both powers. That's a fucking fact. I bet. Um, and I have both powers. But my original set of powers, you know, so to speak, gets uh, big old quotations around it. Because I, I, I did not start from social advantage i didn't i did not start and and i know that that's like an extremely cliche and horrible thing to say in the queer community but the facts are facts My, i grew up in a sexist household that had patriarchal fucking rules and in the household that i grew up in i would have had a different fucking childhood i would have i knew it the whole fucking time and I'm fucking mad about it. And it doesn't matter who you say that to. 
they're just like get over yourself you know what i mean i don't understand why i have to just get over that that that's that's unbelievable like why would these 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 uh everybody else gets to be heard gets the nuance gets gets all the different things i have to just move on silently and i also have to <laughs> uh just like pretend as if i don't have to get things like you know uh transvaginal ultrasounds i didn't nobody told me that i was gonna have to do that on the reg um i have to do that every two years i guess just because i'm on hrt or something i don't maybe i just maybe i have a creepy doctor but it's 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 you know what i mean there's a lot of things that i have to deal with that this guy doesn't have to deal with um including the whole life that I had right up until fucking now. And I guess what I what I am so depressed about is that my life has been so much better since I transitioned. And I would love to say that that's because I myself, oh yeah, so I have transitioned and I have, you know, but I haven't had surgery and I haven't had the only thing that's really changed, honestly, again, is I, 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 you know, I've been on HRT, and I legally changed my name. And when I legally changed my name, the entire world was required to respect that I had a masculine name, even if they didn't respect my body, even if they didn't respect me, they had to respect my name. And that was really something that uh, was started a shift my understanding of everything and, and I quite literally benefited from male privilege like pretty much pretty much immediately <laughs> like it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to just sit here and be like um that didn't happen you know what I mean and what I'm trying to, what I'm, I'm not trying to say it's some sort of big deal. I'm just trying to acknowledge that, that when people say things like, I was born a woman, I've always been a woman, I was trapped in a man's body, and they told me I was, you know, they misgendered me the whole time. I, I find that story suspicious. I find that weird. Maybe it's because I am an intolerant asshole, and I'm excited to be the most intolerant asshole of all time. Um, but, I I don't understand how that's possible. Like I literally <laughs> I had a dramatically different life experience because I used to be a woman. Like I used to live as a woman in society. I had a woman's name and everybody treated me as a woman. And then I changed my name and I had a man's name. And then people were required to respect my masculinity and then disrespect whatever they saw fit afterwards and to be honest with you most people just don't disrespect me just most people don't um that's what i'm saying that's why i'm saying like i really feel that i've immediately benefited from male privilege um the only people in my life that didn't immediately respect me more were envious sorts of queer people in my life <laughs> other shitty shitty friends people that p people who are fake 
um, people who people who don't love their own masculinity and people who don't love masculinity in others. That's just like a, a fact. And um, I think it, it would probably be very triggering to someone uh, to meet a trans man if they didn't like being a man. Uh, but I tell you what, I, I, the only people that I meet who are mad when they meet me are gay people. Those are the only, those are the, those are the only people that I've had a problem with since I transitioned. And it's kind of to the point where it's like, can I just be a leprechaun? Like, I don't like how <laughs> I know that the LGBs don't want the T, but what about the T's that just want to go live in the woods? Like, I am one of those. I don't, I don't even want to exist. I want to be anonymous. What don't you all understand? I'm not going to share a fucking picture. I'm not going to start being more active with my fucking Instagram. And if I ever become active with my Instagram, it will be a text-based Instagram. Yeah, you're all going to get fucking tortured with the poems forever. As long as you subscribe, you will you will get non-visual content from Mad About It. You know why? Because fuck the idea that queer, that trans, that any of this shit has a look to it. And fuck the idea that I express myself with my appearance. I do not express myself with my appearance. And if I do express myself with my appearance... The only expression that I am trying to make to anyone is that I don't give a fuck about it. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it. That's a privilege. <laughs> like, like I, I'm so, it gets so exhausting to tell people that you're transgender and for them to talk to you about your appearance. It's, it's, it's so exhausting. I, I don't care about my facial hair i don't care about my bottom growth i don't care about my face i don't care about anything i care about the way that my skin feels i weigh i i i care about literally everything else that there is to be about being transgender the way that you feel inside your own fucking body and the truth is is that no one can take that away from me and i cannot post a picture of it um and i will not i'm just saying you have that promise for me i will never post a picture of my trans joy because it cannot be photographed it cannot be and i'm kind of just like in this LSD trapped world where it's like I just wish people would let me be anonymous and for that to be enough I just want the anonymousness to be enough I would I just would like the camouflage to be respected you know what I mean I should not have to I, I share everything about myself that's human. Why do I need to share my face and my skin? That's what I get to keep for myself. It's fucking weird. Again, I've been watching way too many horror movies. Way too many. But that's all for now. I'm probably going to come out with some horrifying other episode when I sober up about, like, fatphobia. I've been 
literally seething seething about it and then i i i'm like am i am i a threat to like society i quite literally am so angry about fat phobia it's like it's like you know what i mean like they're gonna have to come up with some sort of like new word for for me <laughs> including my name that would be a good start wouldn't that be nice so uh, yeah i'll see you for mad about it too i guess <laughs> or whatever Ta-ta.